It's bold. It's real. It may even make you blush. But one thing is certain, it will definitely inspire you to push your limits and accelerate your business growth. You're listening to another episode of Confessions of a Barefoot Beauty Guru, and here's your host, Elle Wilson. Confessions of a Barefoot Beauty Guru, but I have to say, Toby, hi. Hi. I haven't really been very barefoot these Welcome days. Welcome to Podcast 3628B 9.5. Where'd that come from? <clears throat> I'm not sure. I'm sure we've got a numbering system on our podcast. I think you... I'm sure that you, wasn't it. Uh, I think you actually... You've had a couple of coffees today, haven't you, already? 1.5. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to talk about something absolutely fabulous today, and um, I think... Maybe one or two of you might go, oh, I do this all the time. And uh, and I promise you, if you listen to this podcast and action it, because it's all about the, the strategy and, of course, then the action. We don't want to be paralysed in our businesses. And what paralyses us, do you know? Do you want to tell well, everyone? I would think it could be a lot of things. Right, but I mean internally, Toby. Well, I think some it depends. Some people have personality constructs and con- constructs within their own interior that have a um, a fear of failure. So then they hold themselves to so a standard of perfection. Yeah, but wait, wait, wait. Um, so go back. Yeah. I want you to go back. All right. And I want you to use the E word and not L. Echo. No, the Edward. E word. Emotions. Emotions, got it, yeah. And, and right. you know, like emotions come from particular thought systems. We know that. And one of the things we're going to talk about today that for me when I was in salon, I mean, I know this so well, right, and I really had to bypass it because I had to I had to actually stop it from mastering my 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 business, my Your life. Your emotions, you mean? Uh, the way that my the emotions actually affected this, this sort of strategy that, that I knew was the right way to move, but emotionally I kind of always cringed around it a little bit. And and let's let's talk about it. You know what it is, right? Because we spoke about it before. So, can you can you share something about it, or do you want me to just kick kickstart this off? Well, in my mind, it's um, you know the word subjective and objective. So sub sub subjective being. Um, having a personalised view that is particular to me, objective being something that is universally sort of true. So sometimes, for example, let's say that we have clients that have cancelled and um, we're you know, looking at our business and we've got this attrition or loss of clients. Uh, we can easily emotionally have a subjective view of that, uh, being that we feel like we've... The business is failing. We can feel like Reject, perhaps a bit of rejection, maybe. Yeah, and we can project onto them as to what they may be thinking. They didn't oh. like their service, mm-hmm. or I'm not good enough, or I'm. We can do all of these different sorts of things, but essentially, what we're doing is playing with the thoughts in our mind, which are being informed by the emotions that we're feeling around that, which is very different to dealing with the issue. Uh, in a way where we're actually looking to explore and identify the objective reality of it and feeling quite empowered to be able to take action to actually solve the issue at hand. So we're not in a story about it. We haven't got a narrative and a whole belief structure that we're imposing onto the situation. We're just looking at it as a simple, purely practical perspective that is free from that inner 
emotional bondage that we sort of, you know, often can easily tie ourselves into. I think I love that. And I think for me, one of the things was, I mean, this is very early on because I started my my beauty business when I was 21 years old. And, if, you know, and if all of a sudden, you know, I felt like my I had some white space and uh, and then I realised people, you know, were cancelling or... Um, I one of the things that I would feel inside of me emotionally was a sense of kind of paralysis in that area. So what I was actually really saying to myself is, I don't want to learn from this. I don't want to reach out because I don't. I wasn't even consciously thinking about it. Right? This is we're not talking about conscious things. We're talking about these subconscious things that are drivers um, of our behaviour. Um, and and then I would think, oh, I need new clients. But really, what I wasn't doing was uh, I. I was being driven by the emotion of the fear of finding out why those clients weren't coming back. So if I had a you know a whole list of clients now, we've got amazing systems that can report on this, right? Uh, for three months, I kind of would think, oh, I hadn't seen her for three months, and I, you know, I maybe put it aside. Whereas later, as I began to develop as an entrepreneur, and I thought, oh, this is just a strategic thing. And also, I started to realize that whenever I did get courageous enough to do it, a client would say, oh, thanks for calling. I've been so busy and I haven't come in. And I started realizing, heck, my stories aren't even true that I'm telling myself that she wasn't happy or, you know, but, but mm. there's so much more to this. You know, what I was really being driven by was a fear of growth fear of learning about my business, why that client hadn't come back. I was afraid of feedback. You know, these are real human things. So it's not about covering them or, or being ashamed of them or pretending that we don't, you know, didn't have them at some point. But we also want to see that, that there comes this, this deep, deep level of honesty and sincerity where we go, heck, I do do that. And, and I'm missing incredible opportunity uh, where these clients could easily come back. I don't even need a new client. I could fill my book with people that really want to return. Well, just in terms of that as a particular topic, like if we look at um, the loss of clients, the falling off of clients as a sort of a somewhat natural part of any business, obviously a percentage of clients we will maintain for a very long time, um, but there's there's always going to be some, some degree of loss of client. Um, the interesting thing about that is that if we were just to um, maintain a client, that is really the equivalent in our business as gaining a new client. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. financially, it's the same. Yeah. It's the same equation. When we're looking at the numbers, even more. You know, it's even better because you have a greater degree of a deeper relationship, greater degree of trust in that more ability to support them with retail products, to cross-sell other services to them, to really get you know, have them yeah, get referrals, all yeah. of that as part of a deeper relationship. An existing client to reduce attrition or the falling off of that client is, um, is even more powerful for the business than going and looking for new clients. But as you said, it's sort of almost an easier default emotionally to see that the client's left and just look the other way and think, okay, I need new clients and sort of not deal with and go in and actually, you know, open to what's actually happened and get that feedback. Yeah, and I think that, like, there's, there's two things I want to share here that are really important. The... the, the, the that emotional aspect, that part of, uh, that voice that we're listening to, you know, that is saying to us, oh, you know, I've got white space and clients are cancelling and that voice is going to discount, it's going to do dumb things because it's already in a, it's out of abundance, it's already in lack, 
So to, to listen to that voice and start looking for new clients, you're going to probably do some things that you wouldn't do if you were in an abundance space within in your heart and, and you were open and excited and inspired. So when I say dumb things, you know, I say that because we're all friends here and, you know, we've all done dumb things, haven't we? So, you know, it's okay. I'm <laughs> not having a go. But it's kind of taking even that word lightly and just go, oh, yeah, I did that. Wow. You know, it, it kind of is beautiful because then you take off this burden, this kind of heaviness around your business and you, and you really understand the foundational principle here is that you're learning and developing as an entrepreneur and as a human being. And if that is the reason for your reaching out to these clients, like 10 a day, make a commitment and just say every single day, I'm going to reach out to 10 of my clients. I'm going to just send them a text message. Uh, I'm not going to go and say, I'll come in and I'll give you 20% off and, and, and do that. I'm, I'm, because why would you do that? You don't even know why they haven't come in yet, right? You haven't even heard from them. It could be that every single day you just send out saying, I was thinking about you today and you know what? I, I just haven't seen you for so long. How is everything? I hope everything's okay. And uh, is there anything I can do for you? How can I help you today um, or this week? Um, and, and just leave it, right? Then have a strategy. Create a little campaign. It could be that in the and next that, couple of weeks. And it's amazing. Out of that, you could just get two... Two of them back. Absolutely. And and in fact, to even avoid this, uh, you know, in the first place, you can have a beautiful little suggestion box, make it pretty, have it out, you know, in the, in the reception area, have it anonymous and just say to clients, you know, please always feel free to put in suggestions for, where, you know, how we can be better next time. But what, you, what, what I didn't realise back then, Toby, when I was in my 20s, what I was actually doing was saying, I, I'm, I'm afraid to learn. I'm afraid to grow. I'm afraid of something. So I was, in this, I was in this sort of contracted space and therefore, of course, I just keep going out for new clients. Now, you know, nowadays, you know, with all the business and beauty business coaching and whatever, it's, there's strategies in place. You know, you'll have coaches saying to you, you know, if you do a runner report, send it, oh, I've missed you to clients. There's such an inauthenticity to that. I just don't want a bar of it. You know, so for me, it's kind of like that doesn't work for me. But if you turn this the other way, I'm not telling you not to not to send out messages to these clients, but turn it inwardly and, and write a message that is real for you, that is that makes you leaves you feeling authentic and real inside of your own visceral experience in your body so for me to write to a client oh I've missed you and 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 you know I wish you would come back I'd love to see you here's a twenty dollars to spend in the salon that doesn't grab me might grab some people and I'm not telling you not to do it as I said you can do that but for me authenticity you know is everything so I had to develop into how how would I do it and, and I always come back to just being absolutely real. And, and if learning and developing is the foundational principle why I'm in business and everything is secondary, then what I discovered as a human being, an entrepreneur, is that I move completely differently. So my, my, my content, what, how I message my clients, how I speak to them, completely shifted. The questions that I would ask them for feedback, I was never afraid because I was really open to learning. I was really open to developing because I knew that if I developed in my business, 
I would also develop at home as a parent, as a wife. As it all just, you can't separate these things. And I'm in for that. So for me, I just, I love the opportunity that uh, that business gave me, still gives me, to ask for the feedback. And honest, sincere people who are the people that you want inside of your communities, because that's what you're building when you have clients, they become like your community. Um, you want honest people there. So those honest people are going to give you honest feedback. Then you start to really see also the character of the people that you're attracting. And you may even have to ask yourself, am I attracting the right people? And you will attract the people that you are, the way, where your frequency sits inside of you, the way that you're being, they're the people you're going to be attracting. You're always going to attract the same, right? It's, it's just like that. So you might actually discover that people are saying awful things or they're not responding, whatever, and you might think, wow, you know, do I have to revisit my ideal client? Who am I attracting? What am I being? How am I, how am I behaving in my business? Do I need to develop so I can attract a different type of person? You know, all of these things are a part of the learning curve and the developmental curve of the business, businesswoman, business owner, entrepreneur. Do you agree? Yeah, I agree entirely. And I think also that it's like I, I think back to I've, I've you know, went to a hairdresser and, and um, had a haircut and then I've been, been back there again. And then life, life gets busy. We've got stuff hap happening and, and so on. And I haven't booked on past my date for having a haircut and I get a phone call from them or a text or something like that and it's just oh thanks so much I'm thinking in my air. mind yeah it's a breath of fresh air it's it's like it's actually really helpful that I really do need to come in what about Thursday at four o'clock does that work for you and um yeah it can really be a service to your clients as well and I think also too you know asking the right questions for example you know you could you could ask your clients, depending on who they are, how long they've been with you, you know, you, you're going to divide them up a little bit, right? This is where the strategy comes in. If it was a client that came in for the first time, the very next day, that client needs a text or a lovely, uh, an email and a text, um, just asking how I'd love you to rate your service today. Um, is there any feedback that you could um, provide me with? I would love it. I'm always open to learning and developing um you know, whatever the name of your business is, you know what that tells a person? That's telling someone that you're an open human being and that you always have their best interests at heart and you're not afraid. And that to me, Toby, that's like, that's splendid, isn't it? Isn't mm. that just the most amazing thing? And if you've had a client that you've had a long-term client and you've, you know, as I said, divided them up and you know, okay, I've had this client for a year and I haven't seen her, da, da, da. You could just say something, you know, is there any problem right now that you're dealing with with your skin? I know that we, we worked on your skin for some time. Um, I'd love some feedback, but I really want to know, do you need any help from me right now? You know, um, just reach out to these people and openly, authentically, you know, check in. Do you have their best interest at heart in that moment? Or are you just scared that you don't have enough appointments? And if that's the energy that you're moving in, just go and take a nap. You know, just go sit somewhere sleep quietly, it sleep it off and and come back with an open heart and let that that part of you speak and write the message. Because there is nothing like getting a message and finding the tone is off. You know, people very often don't even hear what we're saying, but they can feel, you know, where we're where we're coming from. And and, and that is a real thing, isn't it? 
we find that in our business all the time. And and, and in true definitely. Drought, I mean, if we look at you look at all you know books on um, body language on. Um, you know, different verbal cues and so on. Our communication is way, way less than what words that are spoken or something that's communicated. We're consciously, sorry, constantly, unconsciously just reading other human beings. Like someone, two people can say the exact same thing and one we believe and the other one we don't believe. Yeah, but they're, they're saying the same thing to us. What mm-hmm. is that? It's all a matter of we naturally read those kind of resonances, we intuit, we we sort of read those frequencies in others and in ourselves and that's how we gauge and navigate. And that's really brings into um, focus the point that you were saying about authenticity because when we're aligned internally and we're bringing that authenticity out to someone else, it resonates. Oh, like, absolutely. You know, naturally, naturally it'll be, it'll be received differently mm-hmm. than if we have an agenda or we're sort of concerned about something and we're not fully expressing ourselves or whatever it is. And I think it was just, it's beautiful, Toby. I agree and I think that our audience will agree too. And, you know, that I was just about to say with Trubra, like for us, that is our foundation, is authenticity. And I think that's just purely because, you know, again, going back to that, what are we in business for? What are we in life for? Right? We're learning, we're developing as human beings. We want to be wiser today than we were yesterday. We want to know, be better, better humans today than we were yesterday. We want to be better at what we do today than we were yesterday. There is this just this beautiful flow of movement where nothing is off the table because when something is on the table stopping that, we know that we're living from fear and we emotionally have blocked ourselves. And I think that that is a key thing. Again, the way to bypass that, you don't need counselling. You know, you don't need to go and fix yourself. You just need to be honest about it and go, wow, I didn't even realise that. What This podcast was great. It's really given me an insight. And, you know, and then again, do I have to live from that? And go and take that nap. I was just about to say before when you were saying mm-hmm. about something that that person that, you know, would say it and won't be believed just needs to take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> and I think what we're saying is just stop. Like really just stop stop yourself in your tracks. It's okay because you're not going to stop forever. But, you know, the, that, the, 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 the mindset and the, the closed, contracted kind of heart that we are, which is, you know, it's just part of the human condition, that is not going to want you to stop. That part of you is not, doesn't like stopping because it's afraid to stop because once you stop, you won't need it anymore. Like you'll stop and you'll just take a breath and all of a sudden you'll go, okay, I just want clarity right now and, and in fact, let me just take a little break and see what comes up. So there's kind of this, this surrendering and letting go and not, not being in flight. Flight and fright, that's it, isn't it? I got it right. Hold on. I did it. Fight or flight. Did I get it right? Or did I get it wrong? Fright or flight? We'll have to go back and listen to the recording. No, 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 let's not. (laughs) I never get those things right. So, you know, it's it's one of those things is that, again, it's sincerity. It's honesty. And just first you need to see, you need to acknowledge, and then rest a little bit. Just stop, stop, stop. It's okay to stop. You're not going to, as I said, stop forever. Stop for a couple of minutes, for 10 minutes, have a cup of tea and just... Stop just... the rest of the day. No, Toby. Like read a book, watch a movie. No, Toby, we're not saying mm-hmm. that. So, you know, and just take a little break. I mean, for Sometimes, some people, they know, might we have, have to, to. We have to admit that, that, that in the if we look at the entire world and we look at human beings, there are clear cycles. Like there's the cycle of day and night, 
there's the cycle of all of the seasons. There's the a woman's menstrual cycle. There are males have other sort of cycles. There's all sorts well, of different. Tell us about we those. sleep every night and then we wake up. Those. What I'm basically getting at is is that there are cycles where we aren't. We sort of get into a space at times where we're not in peak performance. And that's fine. We don't have to be we in peak performance. We don't have to be like robots, machines. But if we... <laughs> it's almost like that's what the world keeps telling us. You know, but, keep going, keep going. Right? Yeah. So if, we're, if we recognise that we're in part of a cycle where we're sort of feeling like um, 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 a, li- a little bit afraid or we're a little bit concerned or demotivated or, you know, and so on, actually stopping and taking a break and just lying down and sort of just... You know, waiting that out a little bit can be fine, and then we can sort of, all of a sudden, the next day things open up and a new, a new angle of inspiration toward everything opens. We gain a new thing of clarity, and we're building systems to follow up on these old clients, and we're doing all of that. You know, we don't have to push and push and push all the time. Accepting those rhythms, those natural rhythms of life. Is sort of part of being an entrepreneur. It's part of being a human being. Yeah, love that, Toby. That's so beautiful. And it's true, isn't it? And I think that, as I said, the world, you know, it, we buy into this idea of the world, the world, worldly success, what that looks like and that we should drive ourselves into the ground. And But sometimes in our stopping, when we're sincere and honest and we see that we're, we're just a little off, in the stopping comes the beautiful clarity and, and complete shift and a complete change. I hope that this has been helpful. I, I would love to see um, hear from some of you and I also would love to see some of your um, some of the actions that you're go- going to be taking and, and see if you can relate to any of this. Toby, thank you again for your beautiful insights, your wisdom, your thank you, business Mark. strategies, all just all of you all together. You're just adorable. Thank you so much. Thank you, everyone. And we're going to be back with more. And uh, thanks. Have a great week. Bye for now.